0: Okay.
1: Okay. Great. So, hello everyone. Hello. Um, welcome to Hi. the INTO podcast session. Today um, will be led by me. My name is Della. I am an INTO alumni, and now I'm a final year marketing and management student. Now, with me, we have Tom Kosh and Ivory. If you guys could um, introduce yourself.
0: Hi. Sure. My name is Tom Kosh, and I'm a teacher of economics at INTO. I uh, have been here for about uh, my goodness, it's very, nearly ten years I've been teaching. So yeah, and I really enjoy my work, and I'm looking forward to going back after COVID, uh, after the pandemic, to teaching face to face again.
2: Mm-hmm. Uh, hello, my name is Ivory. I used to study as well in into uh, in International Year One. Uh, I already graduated, and now I'm working in, in Indonesia.
1: Okay, great. So for today's topic, we're talking about um, the business major, the International Year One business major, and the title would be, why do I have to learn about economics if I want to go to another um, like niche module? Because for students like me, I also wondered of this kind of um, topic like, I want to go to marketing and management. I know that's what I want for the future, but why do I have to, why do I still have to learn about economics? So um, my question number one is, Tom, can you please explain, explain some crucial, crucial reason why do we have to learn economics?
0: Okay, well, I think the first reason is that many of the people who do marketing do not end up in marketing. Many of the people who study, who plan to study marketing will go into banking or accountancy or finance or go into the public sector or digital marketing, whatever it is they're going into. And in all of these subjects, um, economics has a real influence. Um, I was just talking uh, there to Ivory and uh, we were talking about how useful marketing was to Ivory in her job. You know, and, um, and essentially, uh, economics allows us to make some basic predictions about demand and supply in the market, what will happen to price in the market, uh, that's one thing. And secondly, it helps us analyze the economy of a country. So remember we, when we studied economics, we didn't just study markets and microeconomics. We studied macroeconomics. So we studied the future growth of a country. And so if you're involved in any profession, including marketing, you'll want to know whether there is a increasing number of consumers who are willing and able to buy the products that you want to sell. So being able to have the tools, the economic tools, to predict what the uh, market is going to look like or what the country's economy is going to look like is a very valuable skill set.
1: Yeah, um, what about you, Ivory? Do you feel the same as me or do you feel like um, economic is a part of like a crucial major for you during your study here in Newcastle?
2: Uh, I remember clearly when I was an an into I was struggling like really hard in economics and I uh, even told myself that like oh I don't want to take economics so I I truly understand how you felt back then like um, because I used to think that like economics when I was studying economics is not as significant but when I entered the working world it's like completely different because uh, I feel like economics is very crucial because even if you're taking like marketing like what I did a lot of the, the I guess like a lot of my analysis um, kind of bases on economics uh, usually because uh, my work focuses more on like trading palm oil and like palm oil so I have to always constantly look at uh, other countries economics because like uh, what I'm working in like palm oil, like a lot of the prices kind of affected in, uh, with American economy in their soybeans. So I have to also like keep an eye on like the market and also pay attention to maybe like taxation if I want to do some transaction or trading um, internationally. So uh, it's always, I guess, important for us to learn whether um, what courses that you take or even what uh, any other industry, because I also have a friend that took uh, IT, and he worked for kind of like website uh, development or digital development, and he told me that a lot of his work also involved in economy because uh, he have to also see the market and how he can compete to other companies as well and how he can kind of like interpret the economic situation into like future investment, those kind of stuff. So I think it's very, very important whether you're working related in economy or anything else.
1: Okay, okay. so what I get from um, your discussion is that economic is really important, not really, not only in business major but also in other major, is it correct? Yeah. Okay, um, moving on. Um, so we have students that are very interested in economic but also um, the opposite. So for those students who are very interested in learning economics, what kind of majors or modules that can the students take in the university or maybe next in the career pathway?
0: Okay. Well,
1: very well, interested.
0: Well, there's um, a whole range of, I mean, I, I think that the good news for the students who don't want to study economics uh, at, um, at the business school is that neither the, um, I think neither the BA in marketing or the BA in marketing and management gives you that um, require you to learn any more economics so the, the whole idea of, uh, of it is it's a, a baseline of study it's going to give you some basic analytical tools but what you will focus on is um, and I'm, I'm, I'm sorry if I'm going to introduce like APD and and statistics here but you're going to be using a lot of statistical tools in your marketing degree in your marketing Mm -hmm. degrees you're going to be learning quite advanced statistical analysis to help you to understand um, and predict how markets are going to develop so i think there's you're gonna that's why that particular course is is useful um but for someone who wants to study economics um they will need to uh, finish their degree and then they can try and do um, a master's program um, where they, can, they might be able to do um, economics with another talk, with another subject like marketing, you know. So there are some master's programmes at the university that you can look at. And to be honest, it's a, there's a huge list of mar- of master's programmes available to you. And I think uh, I'm not really being, a, I'm not selling the university here, but I do know that in previous years, um, into students or, or rather students who have done the business degree, any of the business degrees will get a discount on their master's program on, oh, the, cost, okay. on, the, on the cost of their master's program.
1: Mm-hmm. Okay, so yeah, I think I actually agree that we are, cannot be actually separated from economics because now I'm doing marketing and management and what you have said before about the statistical analytical tool, I still use it for my research. So some element of economics are still involved in my module. And talking about master, I think, Ivory, you also took master?
2: Yeah. What is your major? I took e-marketing, but um, I, I don't think I learned as much economics in my master as much as my um, like bachelor degree. Because mm-hmm. I think when I took e-marketing, I took a lot of like system-based uh like information system kind of courses, so um, economics was very detached when I was uh, in taking my, when I took my master. But when I work, like a lot of economics just like piled up.
0: Yeah, <laughs> um, but but yeah. but if you think about it, I mean, because you'd had you'd practiced uh, that in your um, in your degree and and your time into that combination of uh, background knowledge. Will probably have helped you a lot to learn about your um, work environment mm-hmm. m- much
2: quicker. Yes. Mm, yeah, I agree.
0: <laughs> yeah, so you'll have less less pain, less pain going into the workplace. Yeah. yeah I, um, the other thing you asked about in terms of masters, um, I'm not saying that um, if you sp- remember what masters programs are they're supposed to be the degree the postgraduate degree that helps you to specialize so if you want to specialize in um it systems or in accounting or some other uh area of business it's possible to do a master's program that acts as a a bridge you know a link from your basic undergraduate degree to the area that you want to specialise in, maybe for the future in your work mm-hmm. life. Mm-hmm. You know, so so it's always good to think about it like that. And I, I think there's a lot of courses that are available, a lot of master's courses, um, which, you, which allow you to link marketing to other specialisms, um, including economics, but I don't think necessarily you have to be, um, I think, there's a lot of courses on marketing with finance and marketing with accounting, and you know you can mix the modules, which mm-hmm. are part of, yeah. which are part of your master's programs.
1: Oh, I see. Okay, so for students who really enjoy their course and want to take a more niche kind of like um, field, they can take master degree. And for the next question is how do you tend to motivate or encourage students that are struggling with economics because i know my, myself is um i used to struggle with economics so much and ivory here too how do you tend to motivate some students tom
0: well um what's interesting about the last few years is that the curriculum has developed since you uh you you both um did learn economics that's because what we've ne- we now have is we only have two module. We only have uh, two assessments, and one assessment is we teach the same microeconomics course, but but now it finishes with a multiple choice exam, and and um, a lot of students still do not like it. <laughs> they still they still do not get uh, very high marks, but many more students now get marks in what I would call the middle of the range from kind of 50 to 60. There's a lot more students getting that. And there are quite a few students who are scoring high marks in the uh, in the high 70s and 80s. And this is because multiple choice-based assessment allows students to, allows me um, or rather teacher to set questions which cover the whole of the curriculum Mm -hmm. microeconomics so consequently if you're a student and you're struggling in with elasticity for instance which I always remember was a great favorite of students uh, price elasticity of demand or income elasticity of demand um, if they don't if they learn to calculate it you're not going to have a whole you're not going to have to write a whole essay on elasticity you're just going to have to know how to calculate and answer questions based on that. And they're very, the answers are already provided, they just have to choose the correct answer. So that is a, that's more of a way of prompting students. So the assessment, mm-hmm. I, would, I would say it means students can study more topics and get a higher mark than if they go into the exam not sure about what questions are going to be asked in the exam. I know that's not answering your question exactly, Della, but um, I do have a lot of, um, I answer questions all the time by email and um, any student should know that I'm always happy to give them an opportunity to, to chat. Do you know what I mean? They can, mm-hmm. they can, they can meet any time and, and this, the same applies while we've been uh, working from home. Um, students often book meetings with me by teams
1: oh yeah and
0: and i can chat to them about solving a problem that they might have
1: Mm -hmm. and for ivory do you have any like um tips for students too, like if they um they feel like economics is not important how could you like motivate them based on your experience and now your career progression
2: i think like uh when I was back and in into when I was struggling, I always asked like the smartest student to kind of teach me because I think back then I was like really scared and shy to ask like teachers or anyone else. So I just asked like the smartest person in my class to kind of like help me out and try to kind of have a discussion with them. Uh, but also like, I think because uh, like, because of the pandemic as well, there's a lot of like online courses that people can take now. So Mm -hmm. I think a lot of my friends also like that are still like taking master, they uh, try to watch on YouTube or like go to courses like online to get like some information. So I think, um, I guess like to help student is to kind of like find ways for them to kind of like, I guess like find an easier way for them to learn, whether if it's like talking to your teacher or um, asking a friend or maybe watch something online, something like that. Can
0: can I completely endorse everything that Ivory's just said? I mean, (laughs) um, one of the the most important things um, about British education is what we call self-learning. Mm-hmm. And, and self-learning means be- becoming a, a more independent learner, not just relying on what the teacher says. But mm-hmm. if you have a problem and you don't understand it, of course you can ask the teacher, but the assumption is that you will go and find the information some other way you know so just and you must have found this at business school as well it's quite hard to find teachers to ask ask questions (laughs) and answers to so it's important you can use other methods and I think um, peer learning where you work with you ask some a smart student or or a group of students maybe a study group of students who are covering the same topic Um, it's often that they will help you to get you to the answer faster and they'll get they'll help you learn more efficiently than if you just sit by yourself worrying. So that's one thing. And the other thing is of course um, in the UK uh, there's a lot of good online courses on economics. So uh, tutor to you is a tutor to you is a a course for A-level students um, in, in UK. Uh, education, and it more or less approximates the work that we do in uh, international year one economics. So the answers there are pretty good. And also there's an American program called Khan Academy, K-H-A-N, Khan Academy, and mm. they and they do a lot of uh, video instruction, and it's pretty good too. Um, some teachers disagree with the use of Khan Academy, but I... I think both Khan Academy and Tutor2U are great online resources.
1: Mm -hmm. So I do agree that um, making a kind of like group of friends, learning community is really important. So you can ask your peers if you don't understand a thing before coming to the teacher. And so our podcast is coming to an end. Is there any kind of like, um, Tips for students who are struggling with learning, or we had just done that before. But any final advice for students?
0: Um, I w- personally, I would say um, you can listen to your friends, but don't be scared of asking a the teacher. They want you to succeed. So, um, so you know, it's always important into um, as a is a learning community. And we really want everybody to do well and go to the business school. Um, So from our perspective, always don't be scared to ask a teacher, really don't.
1: Ivory, do you have final
2: advice? Um, Maybe like for future students that are currently or will struggle, uh, maybe find like a best way for you to learn like, because I used to watch documentaries, I guess, like, you can call it documentaries on YouTube. Um, I think, like, business insiders sometimes do, like, kind of like a program where they talk about, like, the rise and fall of a certain product, or why this product is so cheap or expensive. And those kind of video, even though it's, like, only, like, 10 minutes long, I guess, uh, it gives you an idea of, like, how the economy worked uh, back then, or maybe even now. So, I guess like learning from like companies kind of helped me as well, like to understand a little bit of the, I guess, like the market. Yeah.
0: Well, I, I, can, I, can I add to that and just say that mm-hmm. the, the, the most under-resourced, under-resourced, unused resource that we have um, in, the, in Newcastle University and into is your free subscription to the Financial Times.
2: Uh, Yeah. Yeah.
0: And you have and it's the most amazing newspaper and it covers most countries, the markets of most countries in the world, including the countries our students come from. And um, it really is an economics newspaper, you know, it's published every day. And uh, you can log into the university library and get uh, if you go through the library pages from your student page into the library and then you can um you can get a subscription and you can even get uh, it sent to your desktop every day
1: mm-hmm. yeah
2: yeah i think this... i remember using it as well when i was um doing my dissertation a lot and also like a lot of my assignment like some uh the financial times really really like useful because i think like their news is very up to date and they provide like like really good insight as well
1: mm-hmm, it's yeah.
2: fabulous it's really good
1: <laughs> so yeah maybe many students don't know about this including myself so thank you tom for mentioning it
0: okay so, you're very welcome
1: so yeah we're finally i um, finishing our podcast thank you tom and ivory for sharing your experience and to motivate the students i hope the students enjoy today's session so thank you very much and goodbye
0: bye everybody thank you